I'm Richard Dugan, and I thank you so much for joining us here on Tell Me Your Story. This is one of those special editions of Tell Me Your Story, and it is Mayhem to Miracles. That's right. It's the third in a series of uh, books of stories, interestingly enough, a compilation. And my guest is uh, Kat Canovas. I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a while since you've been on the program. I was trying to figure out how long it's been, and I know it's been like five or six, maybe seven years. It is. We the first time I was on your show, it was for Surviving Cancer Land. Remember that, that book? I do. And, you and now have it on, audible. It looks like yes, it's yeah. It was picked up by um, Blackstone yeah. Publishers. And of course, so, also behind you, over—I don't know if it's your left or right shoulder—you have uh, chaos to clarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and, behind and you there is is girl. crappy to happy. I, I, I do have to say that when that book came out, and of course we were talking about interviewing the uh, uh, the storytellers in that particular uh, book, I thought, I don't know, I'm not sure that title works for me. It's like crappy to happy. I mean, certainly each of these three books is mm-hmm. basically the same thing, from the lows to the highs. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, so far I would have to say that my favorite here is Mayhem to Miracles. It's so appropriate because I think that would be the description that a lot of people would give to what you and I and many others have gone through in what seems now like almost two years. And and something that we never thought we would go through. Uh, Certainly we look back in history. Oh, my goodness, what, what they went through. Uh, it's it's amazing. And yet, here we are. I don't want to say we're through it yet. We're still going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was excited when the pandemic was called and the United States decided to shut things down. I'm saying, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing something different this time and not doing the same thing. And Einstein's statement about insanity. Uh, so um, I was excited. And you folks, you have just been merrily rolling along. Putting out the information. First of all, tell us how – let's start with the series. There are three thus far. I'm sure there are going to be more because there are so many stories out there. Good luck finding uh, titles. I, I, You know, just grab your thesaurus. Okay, what else can I say besides mayhem and chaos and crappy? Uh, but how did this series get started way back in – what was it, 2017? Yes, it was, it was way back then. Um, and Ariel and I – uh, met through a mutual friend and uh, we were talking on the phone and I said, you know, um, I'd really uh, like a- at that time, my book uh, dreams that can save your life had just come out with Dr. Larry Burke. The two of us had written the book and he was uh, chief of radiology at Duke university medical. And so Ariel, I believe had interviewed me or somehow she heard about it or whatever and contacted me and we came up with the idea of doing a compilation book in order to help other authors who were not published and wanted to become published authors live their dreams become a published author with us tell their story in a compilation book and then we would be responsible for promoting it um, and getting it out there to the world their names would be in the back of the book uh, with their bios. And uh, so it was a win-win situation for everybody. And the first book, um, uh, Chaos to Clarity, did so well. We, we were like shocked at how well it did. Then half the book from Chaos to Clarity wanted to come over into, into um, Crappy to Happy. And the title for Crappy to Happy just popped into my head one day when Ariel and I were talking. And I said, you know, we I just need to come up with another title similar to, to the first one because these, these stories are about people who are in the depths of despair. But we want to show that they found their way out. The hero's journey, our, our hero's journey is what we want to we want to celebrate in these stories. And I said, you know, something like snappy, like, you know, I don't know, crappy to happy. And then I kept talking and she goes, wait, stop. Crappy to happy. I love that crappy to happy so she tried it on her daughters and the daughters were like oh we love this and they they're millennials so (laughs) well you know we'll get this group anyhow that will that will love our book crappy to happy and a lot of the authors were going crappy to happy i don't know if i want to be in a book with that kind of title but the truth of the matter is richard 
That book has done great on Amazon simply because of the title. It's still in the top 100. Uh, it usually bounces between 20 and number three in all of the different categories. Hmm. That's and you know and yes on the one hand when you do something like this uh you um you think about it and you go you want to be optimistic you want to be positive all of those things but at the same time there's no way to know how it's going to work out just you just don't know so it's like I want to be optimistic I want to believe that boy this is going to be a great book for people to to <laughs> to 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 check out um but you mm-hmm. never know how it's going to be responded but here's the thing that i find interesting the uh the um what do i want to say here the stories that mm-hmm. are shared in these three books are such that just like songs that are written about personal events in one's life, mm-hmm. okay, uh, they resonate. They just resonate. Now, I have a question for you in regards to these three books. Are mm-hmm. they yet available on in, in an audible form? We haven't done audible with these books yet. We wanted to make sure that they were going to do really well, and they have. And that's that's up to Sacred Stories because Sacred Stories is the publisher. Mm-hmm. I'm just one of the co-authors, mm-hmm. um, not contributing author, but a co-author with with Ariel, who is the publisher. And so when she decides, or if she decides she wants to do Audible, she will. If not, then they may not uh, come out on on Audible, but. Um, I would love for them to be on Audible, of course. We have a lot of people who can't really read. And that's why my book, um, uh, uh, Surviving Cancerland, um, Brookstone Publishing, immediately released it on Audible. On Audible. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you that it is probably um, uh, one of my favorite uh, forms, if you will. I'm sure with a lot of people it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... What is so fascinating to me is the ability to for these people to share their most, uh, I want to say, intimate or personal or, for that matter, sensitive. I mean, I've had several of uh, our uh, uh, several of the authors, several of the storytellers on uh, the program here to promote this and. A couple of them, uh, actually, you could hear the quiver in their voice. You, you could actually, you could actually uh, uh, sense the, uh, the, the. Uh, what do I want to say? You can mm-hmm. actually sense the emotion that yes, uh, and emotion really connect. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, that's true. And there are some very. I mean, of all of the books, I think Mayhem to Miracles has has the most. Um, I don't know how to describe it. There are stories that you you just aren't going to get in other books. For instance, story a story about um, a little girl being sexually abused by her priest. I mean, where are you going to read that in another compilation book? We just did not hold back in this book. Uh, there are stories about um, sex addiction in this book. We have books about um, drug addiction in this book. In this book, I mean, we did not hold back in this book. We, When the stories came in, we said, yes, we're going to share them with the world. And so when I was interviewing some of the authors yesterday on my show, Dreaming Healing, some of them started to break down. And so I always start my shows when, I, when I'm interviewing the authors from this book with, grab your box of tissues, make sure you have your box of tissues there because <laughs> you're going to need them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, another story was about, one of the authors, Teresa Velarde, when she lost her mother, she was holding her mother's hand as her mother was dying, and she got a glimpse of heaven through her mother's dying eyes. Mm. And uh, it was amazing. She was she was going back to her family, uh, her sisters, her parents, for the big spaghetti party because they were Italian, and her mother had a big grin on her face. She was so happy to go and be with her family, even though she was leaving this one here. Yeah. 
We're talking with Kat Canovas, and we're talking about uh, Mayhem to Miracles. Mayhem to Miracles is the title of the book. It is published by Sacred Stories Publishing, sacredstoriespublishing.com. Certainly it's available along with the other two. I like, I use the word compendium of stories uh, on Amazon and many other outlets. You can certainly go through sacredstoriespublishing.com. To purchase the uh, to purchase these books, and mm-hmm. I am hoping, and I know it will happen. I know it will happen uh, that uh, these books will come out in an audible format, uh, so that people can listen. Whether it's done by the the storytellers themselves, the authors, or uh, a selected narrator, if you will, uh, I just find it incredible the opportunity, if you will that has been given to all of these folks uh, to, to be a part of, uh, what do I want to say here, to be a part of this project. I mean, it's, and it's, I know uh, just from my own experience as a first-time songwriter, uh, through a, a special a program that I have been through, and I was uh, graced with that opportunity, uh, that, boy, I'll tell you what, when you start digging into your stories and then the emotions that come along with those stories, and even a song, it's a story, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, you, really start to, you really start to put yourself out there. That is not always an easy thing to do, is it? No, it's not, um, because you've got to really dig deep down inside. And the honesty that comes out in the story is what resonates with other people and touches their heart. It's from heart to heart, not necessarily mind to mind. And so with music, it's basically a short story uh, put to music or a song is a short story that rhymes uh, with, with the most moving words mm. to music. And it's, it's the same thing. It resonates. It resonates with people's hearts and it stirs their soul. Yeah. And that's what these stories do. They stir the soul. How do you go about choosing the stories that will go into uh, a, a collection like this, uh, because you just can't throw any old. Hey, uh, I went to the grocery store yesterday, cat, and and I bought a cabbage. Would that be a good story to go into Mayhem to Miracles? Only uh, if know. getting to the store was mayhem. Your your <laughs> tires all went flat, like Doctor Bernie Siegel talked about in my show yesterday. Yes, and, and you know, thank goodness that they did, because then he missed his plane, which crashed on takeoff. And after, you know, he fi- you finally get to the store and get that cabbage, uh, you meet the love of your life and you get married two weeks later. That's a mayhem to miracle story all about going to the store for cabbage. Mm. Well, you know, uh, and that is all of the backstory, so to speak, uh, that we don't think about sometimes, you know. And would you say that, granted, I know that you put out the word, hey, we're putting together a new collection in the mm-hmm. series. All right. Got that. But um, did you solicit from specific people you knew, hey, uh, we'd really like to hear your story. Uh, but they, they were really, really resistant um, in that regard? Um, we, we did solicit to people that we knew. That's how we started in the very first book over here, uh, Chaos to Clarity. Um, and it got the ball rolling. And then they brought people in once they saw that we were doing what we were doing and how we were doing it. Uh, we, we, we put uh, the parameters on the website. We wanted a 2000 word story. And then we do professional editing. I mean, we have a company that we use. Everything is professional. The covers are all professional. Everything is extremely professional. And so we, we are in contact with our authors throughout the process. Mm-hmm. So uh, we limited the book to 30 authors. So when we hit that, any more than that um, was too much uh, for the book. Book gets too big, like 101 is like, <laughs> that's way too many. Right. Um, we just wanted like 30 authors. We had sections in the book. And once we filled those sections, that book was done. And it didn't usually take long at all 
to, to fill them up. The longest period of time came from editing the stories, going through the stories, uh, the stories would come in. We would decide whether or not, like you said, is this a story that fits? Um, is there not just the mayhem, but one of the things that make these stories so impressive and so important is coming through the storm. Because, you know, Richard, we are all in mayhem. I mean, being alive, being human, you are in mayhem. But what we want to know is, how did you come through that? We don't just want to know about the mayhem. We want to know about the miracle. When did it happen? How did it happen? How did you know it happened? Are you still living it today? Mm -hmm. No, that and, and I have to say that one of the things that I find so intriguing about these kinds of stories uh, is is not just uh, coming into the miracle. I remember when I was interviewed by you. You, we three. There were three other women, and I found it first of all. I found it very interesting that of the four of us that you had on your program, mm-hmm. I was the only one that had not submitted a story yet. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, what was interesting also was a question that you asked. Uh, in terms of uh, a, you know telling a story of um, a miracle, and of course I kind of jumped the gun a little bit, and I said, "Well, by virtue of the fact that I am here, I'm a miracle." Mm-hmm. But it wasn't said from a standpoint of of egotism. It was from a standpoint of I've made some pretty wonderful choices in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is what it's all about. Going from mayhem to miracles is making choices, which is what we talk about on this program. And if I hadn't made this decision, this choice over here or that one, I wouldn't be here even right now talking to you mm-hmm. about this particular book. And, of course, we have no clue as to what uh, what the outcome of our choices is going to be. For example, uh, it's the same thing with, as I said at the front end of this program, because we, and I say this collectively, we, as a society, made the decision to shut the country down because of the pandemic. My first thought, of course, was, okay, if we do the things that we are asked to do, and I mean do them, we could be through this in maybe three, four months tops, if we would do what we're asked to do. And I will be honest with you, from my observations from back in March, April, May, June of 2020, we didn't. Not enough of us did the right thing. Not enough of us did the things that we were being asked to do to stop this thing. Uh, and for a lot of different reasons, which we won't, we won't go into. But gee, can you imagine what would have happened if we had? We would have led the world in saying, guess what? It can be done. We can get over this. Which means, and this is what these stories in Mayhem to Miracles talks about, we, you, I, can get through this. And that's really the bottom line message of these books, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. It's, you know, the, 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 the miracle of this book by itself is the fact that, that there are so many people out there still in the mayhem going, I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know what to do now that my job is gone or this has happened or I've lost my loved ones to COVID because we have a couple of COVID stories in here. We don't know what to do. We're stuck in the mayhem. These stories are like each, every single author in the book is reaching down to that person who's on the floor and reaching down to them, taking their hand and pulling them up and saying, this is how I work through it. You know, the, um, James Redfield's story in here is how he wrote the Celestine prophecy. Mm. So, you know, that, 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 how do I get out of this? How do I make this work? How do I move forward? These authors help answer that question. See what I did. See if it'll work for you. Here's my hand from my story. Let's get through this together because Richard, these books, all three of these books, 
were written during COVID. Mm. It's absolutely amazing stuff, I will tell you. Folks, get a copy of Mayhem the Miracles. It is put out by uh, Sacred Stories Publishing Company. SacredStoriesPublishing.com is the website. Go to Amazon as well. Uh, put in. You can, uh, as a matter of fact, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, get all three. Uh, Chaos to Clarity, which we did a series of, at that time it was of 12 interviews uh, that we aired during the month of January 2018. Uh, then uh, here we are in uh, 2021, and we're doing the same thing in the month of November. We are featuring 12 authors, including Kat Canovas, and we are here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. Kat Canovas is my guest, and uh, I want to ask you, Kat, in regards to Mayhem to Miracles, about mm-hmm. your story, the story that you submitted. I mean, you obviously, we all have lots of stories, mm-hmm. but which one... How, first of all, how did you decide which one to put in this particular book, uh, and uh, and what was that story? Well, because this is Sacred Stories of Transformational Hope, I wanted my story to give people hope. And I think one of the, one of the things that so many people are searching for in life is the love of their life, especially now after we've been locked down in COVID, many of us didn't get to see our loved ones. If we had um, a, a, a relationship across the country, we, we didn't actually get to see them for many, many months. Mm. Um, many people, you know, they weren't able to go out on dates. They weren't able to go out and socialize. They, they didn't get to meet the love of their life. And they're wondering, they're asking themselves, okay, this has been two years. Am I ever going to meet the love of my life. And so the, the story that I submitted in Mayhem's to, Mayhem to Miracles is the face on the pillow. And the story, the face on the pillow is, you know, I'm a great dreamer. All my books are about dreams. Most of my stories are about dreams. And this story has to do with as a nine-year-old child in Berlin, Germany, when the wall went up and, and my, my mother was very frightened. All the mothers were frightened. Our father's disappeared at a red alert overnight to go into East Berlin and try and bring the students back that had gotten trapped over there with, with, with the East Berlin police and the Russians. And uh, we were all gathered in my best friend's house. The mothers were all together waiting to get airlifted out, which at the time we couldn't do because the Russians were like, okay, you lift a plane up into the air. We're going to shoot it down with a tank. You're, you're going to be gone. You guys are trapped and we're coming after you. And we were sitting around, I was eight years old. And one of the mothers said to my mother, you know, Kathy's going to be the first one to get married. This is while we were playing with our Barbie dolls. And I said, my mother said, why do you say that? And the mother said, oh, because she's the cutest. She's prettiest. (laughs) My mom said to me, Kathy, are you going to be the first to get married? And I said, gosh, no, I'm not getting married until I'm in my late 20s. And they all laughed. They thought that was so funny. Oh, she's so funny. She's nine years old. She thinks she's not going to get married until her late 20s. And then another mother said, so, Kathy, are you going to marry a prince when you when you get married because you're such a little princess? And I said, no, I'm marrying a millionaire. And they all laughed. They thought that was so funny. And my mom goes, what makes you think you're going to marry a millionaire? And I said, because I've already seen him. I've met him. Now they're all stopped because they're thinking, you know, pedophile. <laughs> oh, boy. And, and so my mom says, where have you seen him? And I said, he's the face on my pillow. I've seen his face on my pillow in my dreams. I know what he looks like. And they all laughed. They thought that was really funny. But then fast forward almost uh, 20 years on Sadie Hawkins night uh, at a big party, a Sadie Hawkins day party um, in Walk the Face on the Pillow, which was my husband. And we were married three years later and we've been married almost 40 years. So you can meet the when it's right. There's someone for everyone. And it's, it, you know, the, the, I think the worst thing that can happen is to belong to the wrong person when the right person comes along. And I was engaged to other people and broke it off. And then when the right one walked in, the face on the pillow, boom, that was it. Hmm. Wow. Well, you know, there are also people who have experienced some very interesting things in their lives I remember my mother asking me some years ago if I had ever had any supernatural experiences. And I said, well, uh, kind of from where I come from, if, I've, if I have had them, they didn't seem to be supernatural. They were just kind of like, yeah, that's normal. 
you know. Uh, so it's like I can't pinpoint. Have I been, have I been uh, blessed with maybe angels coming along in, in human form, guiding me in a particular direction, encouraging me, supporting me, um, or maybe uh, just saying, hey, it's okay. Everything's good. You know, you're doing fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's been the case, I've not noticed only because, okay, this is what the universe is putting in before me. Uh, not that I would ever take it for granted necessarily, but it's like it's, it's the way I look at it. For example, Jesus miracles to him it was no big deal. It's just what he did, like walking or breathing. OK, it's just what he did. So if I've had those experiences now, one of the areas I'd love to talk to you a little bit about as we continue here on Tell Me Your Story, is uh, our intuition. You know, we talk an an awful lot and have been since September of 2019 Mm -hmm. about first the year and then the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, encouraging people to go within, to listen to that still small voice. I want to talk to you about that as we continue here, as we continue talking with Kat Canovas about Mayhem to Miracles, and uh, it is part of the Sacred Stories Publishing. It's a trilogy right now, uh, so get a copy. Uh, uh, there it is right there. We'll also ask you about the book covers as well. Uh, we uh, ask you to join us here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and uh, I thank you for staying with us here on the program as we talk with Kat Canovas about her work uh, along with Ariel regarding – and by the way, I have known her – for quite, I can't believe how long some of these relationships have, have been around. I think I've known her for, good Lord, probably a good 20 years maybe, 15, oh. 20 years. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's really very interesting uh, how uh, uh, all of this stuff uh, works. And um, so anyway, tell us a little bit about your perspective on uh, the importance in – especially in the case of, we'll say, Mayhem the Miracles – um, your intuition and how important that is, especially when you're trying to go from that mayhem or chaos to miracles. Mm-hmm. I think that when we're in the mayhem and we're trying to make our way toward the miracle, our intuition can be our GPS. And a lot of us, when we're in the mayhem, we don't trust anything, including our miracles. We don't trust anything, our GPS, nothing, because we've been, we've been hurt. We've been injured. We don't trust anymore. Um, we've been let down. So I think that it, one of the important things, another important way to reconnect with that intuition that can be our waking world GPS is to reconnect with dreams. And I tell people all the time, when we're born onto the earth plane, we're not just dropped down here with no connection to where we came from which is the heavenly realm, um, whether, you know, and I always tell people that say, uh, you know, I don't believe in, in, in God. I don't believe in a higher power. I only believe in what I can see, which is me. And I'll tell them, okay, so the next time you have a synchronicity, just know that it's God tapping you on the shoulder, you, the non-believer, so that you know that he really does exist, that there's something bigger than you, uh, that you can't even explain, but he, he's very much aware of it. So, When we're dropped off here on the earth plane as an infant with our family, our new earth family, we've left our family on the other side, we are given an innate gift, and that innate gift is our dreams, our sacred dream doors back to the divine. And those sacred dream doors can actually take us from the waking world through the dreaming world into our divine world to get guidance. We're all born with spirit guides, guardian angels. We're their job, and they take that job very seriously. Some of us see them in dreams. Some of us who don't dream or think we don't dream or don't trust in our dreams may actually come in contact with them during our waking world, our waking hours, as what I call an earth angel. Somebody who just shows up the most important time of our life gives us um, advice, or maybe even a turkey for Thanksgiving, um, and then disappears from our life forever. Uh, that's part of our intuition. That's part of what helps us reconnect with that intuition for our waking world that's connected to our dreams for the divine dreams, the sacred dream doors to the divine, so that we have 
a path. We, we visualize our path and we can stay on it because we're all born for a reason. Nobody's just dropped off here. We have a purpose and we need to fulfill that purpose. And our intuition can help us stay on the right path. Mm. Staying on the right path uh, for us uh, is very important as we are here staying on the right path on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, where we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices. We are looking for those new ways of living as well here on Tell Me Your Story. We're finding some of those through the works, the stories of the 30 contributors to the latest work by Sacred Stories Publishing Company, and that is called Mayhem to Miracles, and we certainly hope you'll get a copy of it. Kat Canovas is my guest here on the program. She's been on the program many times before, along with Ariel, her uh, her partner in crime, so to speak, uh, putting out these books that, uh, yeah, you better get yourself a big old box of tissues because you're going to need it. Uh, otherwise, you're going to get your book all wet and it's just going to be a mess. You don't want that. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's really interesting how this, uh, this process begins and uh, moves through because when... And I'm curious about uh, how, when you share these stories, they change you in that moment, (coughs) excuse me, of sharing those stories. They've been in you. You've probably told them verbally to people many, many times. Mm -hmm. But when you put it down in print, and I I love this one quote, that truth is only truth until it's written down. Because when it's written down, now people start to dissect it. They get into their intellect, the monkey mind, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they try to figure out, okay, well, what is true and what is false? Uh, Is this a myth? Is this this actually reality, fact, science, etc.? Which we have a real hard time with these days. Oh, my goodness. Um, And uh, by the way, it's not the first time. I read an article not long ago. Uh, people think that this whole thing with um, uh, uh, the in I'm going to use the phrase because I don't like the other one, the inaccuracies of information. OK, how about that one? Uh, it takes a lot longer to say than the other short little version. Um, FN um, back in the I want to say the uh, 11th or 12th centuries, I think it may have been a little earlier than that. There was actually a propaganda war be- between the pro and and and, uh, and anti Catholic Catholics. There was a propaganda war, an information war. Well, we know who won that war, but it's not that was, and I'm sure that probably wasn't the first time. But as far as our history, it's it has happened before, where uh, the dissemination of information. Uh, I remember another story that I remember hearing about um, an eclipse that was coming. And, of course, the hierarchy knew that it was coming. But the peasants didn't know. The, the, the people, the public didn't have a clue when it came to astronomy. So as the sky began to darken, the, the, the patriarchs used, would say, oh, my God, God is angry. You haven't given enough to the church. You need to give more to the church. And so they did. And then, of course, the skies lightened. Mm-hmm. But they had no idea that if they had just waited another hour or so, skies would have lightened anyway. So uh, people have used the uh, various signs and events. And I mean, I worked for a Christian station where every time there was a, uh, somebody got a hangnail in the Middle East, <gasps> oh my God, Armageddon! It's the end of the world. Jesus is coming soon. And I just thought, oh, please, I am bored with this story. Is How can I help to – can I help move this story along a little faster so we can get on to something that's a little more interesting and exciting? Because this is boring. I still feel that way, that, that whole scenario. And again, I am not putting – and then I, I know you feel the same way about when you share. Mm-hmm. What you share, that's for you. That's yours. You're not putting it on anybody else. Let's talk a little bit about this, uh, this aspect of these stories. Now, I am not going to question any of these authors about the authenticity, the veracity, the accuracy. 
that, first of all, isn't my place. All right, that's mm-hmm. not what I do. I'm not Mike Wallace of 60 Minutes. <laughs> uh, because the experiences that they have had, just like you, those are your experiences. I have no right to question or have you justify. Can you talk to us a little bit about your experiences over the years? Because I know there are women in particular, I would like to talk about this, who end up getting diagnosed with a form of cancer, a dis-ease, if you will, mm-hmm. that if the doctors had listened to them in the first place, it would have been something benign, taken care of, and it's over. Mm-hmm. And most of the doctors, well, many, many are female now, but most of them back when, way back when were male. And most mm-hmm. of the science in medicine is male-oriented, statistics and so forth. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, that comes back to your question about intuition, Uh, female intuition. We know when there's something wrong with our bodies. And um, in my case, I I had gone for my physical and uh, I wrote about it in the other two books as well. But it's really in Surviving Cancer Land. That's what that book is all about, how my dreams and my intuitions actually saved my life. Because when I had gone for my mammogram, my physical, my pap smear, the blood test, all the stuff that we do once a year to make sure that we're healthy, I was told, hey, you're healthy. Uh, We'll see you in a year. And that's when the dreams, the sacred dream doors opened. My spirit guides, guardian angels came through and said, no, 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 no. You you have breast cancer. You go back to your doctor without an appointment and uh, you get a second set of tests. And, you know, we talked about this years ago, Richard, it took me three months of constantly going back to my doctors until finally I had the dream where the monk came into my dreams and handed me a feather, said, you go back to your doctor because he kept saying, no, there's nothing wrong with you. You're too young for cancer. You're the, you're the picture of health. Everything is great. And this monk handed me a feather and said, you go back to your doctor tomorrow And you use this feather to cut through all of his arguments and you tell him you need exploratory surgery because it's the only thing that's going to show the cancer. And it turned out I was in stage two with it in my lymph nodes. And it just shocked him. He he couldn't believe it. Um, And and it was hard enough getting him to do the exploratory surgery. That feather worked. So, you know, there are aspects of spirit that transcend religion. There's a difference between religion and, and higher power. There's a difference between religion and God and Jesus and our angels. Religion is man's organization. Our spirit guides, our guardian angels are God's organization. You can play in man's organization, but don't ever put it above God's organization. Mm. God will never steer you wrong. He doesn't have an agenda. Yeah. That's the, the interesting thing, too, that I found so interesting. And, and it was a little disturbing to me is, is when you'd hear these different people uh, talking about what you should and shouldn't believe or what have you. And that if your experience did not match up with the common wisdom, what was in the book... Mm-hmm. Uh, then it didn't happen. And it's like, but this person has already been changed by uh, this experience, and now you're taking that away from them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, be true to yourself. Be true to your experiences. Stand in your power. Speak your truth. People who are ready to hear it will, and people who aren't won't, and you can't change them. When they evolve enough to accept, then, then you know, there, there are a lot of, uh, of people I've run into who are, they call themselves devout, who don't want to hear anything about divine dreams. I am not worthy enough to have divine dreams. You are not worthy enough to have divine dreams. Only their religious leader mm-hmm. can do that because that religious leader said God could. And so the rest of you are peons under them. <laughs> you know, excuse my French, but that's what you are. Yeah. You're not. You're yeah. not. You were born with spirit guides and guardian angels. You're their job. They take that job seriously. You signed a contract 
with your higher power before you were born on what you were going to do. And my contract was to be here on this earth plane during a time when our, our, our higher power, our God was being locked away in a closet and denied. And I was going to show, and science was being worshiped as God. And I was going to show that science goes so far because it's a gift from God, but then comes God. And that's what I have done. Trust in your intuition that you were born with. It's your phone line back to where you came from. Yeah. Cat Cannabis, my guest here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for New World. This is a series on Mayhem to Miracles. It is the third in a series of books of stories, a book Books of stories. There you go. Uh, that is usually what a book is. It's a story of some sort. I don't care if it's an encyclopedia. There are stories in there. And we're talking about the various authors that we've had on the program. Cat is um, a one of 12. One of 12 people we are interviewing. <clears throat> I'll, I'll call you the Mayhem to Miracle Apostles. How's that sound? And um, you're, sp- <laughs> <I love it. laughs> you're spreading the word. You are spreading the word. Bernie Siegel is actually one of those, along with yourself. Mm-hmm. We also interviewed Laura Stanley. Uh, Staley, I beg your pardon. Mm-hmm. As well I as know, I keep calling her Stanley. <laughs> I know. And, and I, I, I did everything I could to make sure I stayed with Staley. <clears throat> you know, I did everything I could. Lori, Lori Walker is another, as well as uh, mm-hmm. Deborah, uh, Deborah J. Beauvais, which I also yeah, worked Deborah on. Beauvais, who owns yeah. Bernie, Network. Right. Yeah. Bernie Siegel. Uh, we also had Miriam Ben Salim, yes. as well as uh, Karuna and mm-hmm. uh, Ellen Bild. And we also had James Redfield. I love talking with him. And I have to tell you, I wanted to meet this man ever since I read Celestine Prophecy back in the 90s. I actually recorded it myself for my first wife, who was totally blind. I fell in love with that story. I love the aspect of the... uh, the, the, the old growth forests and the whole, whole aspect of that. We also have uh, Jill uh, Amund uh, Vanderwood on the mm-hmm. program as well. We're going to be talking with her as well. And uh, Mahi, Mad, um, I, okay, uh, it is <laughs> Meda, Medi, Medi, Medi Boneb. Right. Medi Boneb. <laughs> so those are the 12. <laughs> Those are the 12 apostles. Some of those names are easier to say than others. And I will also tell you, too, Kat, that one of my one of my areas that I really, really do try to work on, and I'm not always successful, and I acknowledge that, is I really do try to get the names of our guests correctly because that's their name. I, I, I have to say that the, the, the people who worked at Ellis Island, God love them and, and my respects to them and all, but they didn't show much respect for the people coming across. Uh, they would change the name if they couldn't pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And, and I just thought that that was that, – that just – that's not right. But we try to pronounce the names correctly as best we can as we talk here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We're talking about mayhem to miracles here on Tell Me Your Story. Kat Canovas is my guest, and we are in the process of – uh, putting together and broadcasting both on the radio, on our podcast, there'll be a playlist of all 12 of the interviews that we've done, including this one with Kat Canovas. <clears throat> uh, and then we will also have the videos up on YouTube where you can watch these interview- interviews. And I think that helps people to really kind of get to know an author a little bit more when you can see them and not exactly interact, but still, uh, I think that's a, a very important aspect of it that, that helps folks to do that. And, of course, uh, we always have. Uh, usually it's between myself, the frame of myself and the guest. I have a picture of, I have an image of the book. It's there throughout the entire interview so people can remember to get a copy of it. Speaking of the cover of the book, and covers are very important. You have hot air balloons floating along there. Yeah. Let me ask you about the... The message, uh, the symbolism, the metaphor that is being put forth through that particular cover, or maybe it's like, eh, just put hot air balloons, no big deal. <laughs> uh, you know, I have to I have to credit Ariel with this one, Reverend Ariel, because she's the one that pulled up the hot air balloons. The, the concept of rising above the mayhem, because there's there's turbulent waters below where all of our our authors are on the cover, and and there's a sun finally rising the golden sun and the balloons are rising above it. I just wanted to 
add in another thing, Richard, one of the things that makes all three of those books so very special is the fact that Ariel is a reverend. So she's Reverend Ariel Patricia. And my area of expertise is psychology because my degree is in psychopathology. So in all of these books, she writes the psychology, the spirituality of hope, whereas I write the psychology of hope. And at the end of each section, I sum up that section using the psychology that I found within those stories. So there's a juxtaposition between us as co-authors in this book that you don't find every every day. Yeah. Well, I always find it fascinating when I have uh, people who have degrees in the mind and soul sciences, because uh, I sit here going, I wonder if they're uh, they're they're kind of doing a little analysis of yours truly over here. Uh, <laughs> And will they, will well, they give me some, will they give me some insights, you know, and that kind of thing? Uh, but uh, I just I just find it fun uh, because I've always considered these programs uh, not in not only in terms of uh, informing our listeners and entertaining them and and hopefully inspiring them. These programs are my therapy. Okay, uh, I have saved tons of money. <laughs> And that's not to say, don't get me wrong, that is not to say that I'm getting free advice from any of you, okay? That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that by through the process of sharing my stories, as I have done even on this program with you, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of get that stuff out there. And then another story is underneath there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another interesting aspect of it too, isn't it? Is that as we share these stories, as we work through the emotions of the, we'll just say the trauma, of those stories, the mayhem, okay, um, we are hopefully able to release, but then there's another story underneath, and it's like as the analogy of peeling away the layers of the mm-hmm. onion. Yes, yes. It, and that process, <laughs> I'm sure you would agree, it may not always be easy, but it is certainly highly benefit it's like digging for gold you don't know that the gold is there you don't feel like it's there there is no way there could be any gold here and the reality is there's gold there isn't there yes there is and and that's and and, you know i'm so glad you brought that up richard because in this trilogy there are authors in here that were in all three books and Mm -hmm. what they did was they 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 shared their first story in chaos to clarity and they peeled back some of the onion and then in crappy to happy they they offered another story that peeled back even more of the onion and in this third back this third book they really peeled the onion so you can see the thread running through all three stories in all three books Mm. and that's another aspect of getting to know the authors I know there are people who read uh, the various books that come out from whoever their favorite author happens to be. And usually, usually, they are, even if it's fiction, all right, you're still getting to know the author because the author cannot escape putting some of themselves into those stories because they're the ones writing it. It's through their filter. Mm -hmm. And... I, I kind of put it this way, and, and I, I don't know, maybe you, you would agree with this, I hope, but if not, that's okay. We all experience exactly the same emotions. That's what makes us similar. That what's, that's what makes us alike. But it's the stories, the individual stories that make us unique. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and that's one of the things... You know, I I often talk about universal oneness, um, quantum entanglement. Uh, We all have those emotions and we feel them at certain times in different depths. But those emotions, if you some of those emotions are contagious. If you walk into a group and everybody's laughing, what do you do? You smile. You you start laughing. If you walk into a group and everybody's crying and crying and they're sad, what what happens to you? You start to get choked up. Mm -hmm. That's that universal oneness. That's that quantum, uh, that, that quantum web that that we're in that connects all of this whole world together, that quantum spirituality. And so by through these stories, we are 
there's these stories are the pebbles that are dropped into the pool of gnosis, the pool of, of life. And those ripples touch everybody on all of the different shorelines throughout the world because our authors are worldwide. They're not just here in the United States. Mm. That's why sometimes it's difficult to say their names because they come from different countries. So these books are touching people worldwide using quantum spirituality, using universal oneness, because we are all one. Can't escape that. And yet... I have I have noticed that there are people who want to escape that. Yeah, it's hard. They're, they're caught in that web. Um, yeah. Of humanity. You can't get out of it. No, you really can't. And quite honestly, as I've said many times on this program, if the good Lord had intended for us to each have our own individual planet that we would occupy, I am pretty certain with the vastness, as I have shared, uh, as, as, as I have talked with my special uh, uh, co-host, uh, Dr. Sky, Steve Cates, on Mondays on, this, on the radio station I work for, mm-hmm. uh, called Skyview is the name of the program. I'm sure there are more than 8 billion Class M planets in the universe. But what is the reality? We're all here. And what that says to me from a logical perspective is if we're all here, that seems to me that we're supposed to work together, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If we were supposed to be by ourselves on our own planets, we wouldn't need males and females. Uh, that too. That too. Yes. Kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Kind of boring. Kat Canavis is my guest here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Tell Me Your Story is here Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., and Wednesday mornings, Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. That's our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We hope that you will join us. And uh, we are podcasting on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations across the web. We hope that you will subscribe. Also, go to YouTube where you can watch these interviews. YouTube channel is Tell Me Your Story and Richard Dugan. Just look for the guy with the hat. I did find another Tell Me Your Story channel on uh, YouTube. Make sure that it's the guy with the hat and the logo that says 2020, the years, the decade of perfect vision. And um, uh, take a listen and take a look at our guests and yours truly and and subscribe. I hope that you can do that. We also hope that you will support the work that we are doing here on Tell Me Your Story. We have a PayPal account. It's for your security as well as ours. And all you have to do when you go to PayPal and you'd like to support us with whatever amount you'd like, uh, they will ask you to put in the email address of of the receiver. Well, the email address is richard at richarddugan.com. So easy. Richard at richarddugan.com. And then we hope that you will participate in the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, where we encourage you to listen to, as we talked, as Kat has shared with us from her perspective, about listening to our intuition, that still small voice, that higher self, the divine, whatever you want to call it. It will never, ever put you in harm's way. Uh, It might challenge you. It's challenged me. My friend has challenged me many times and more times than I'd care to think of. But it was a heck of a lot better outcome uh, when I got to the other side than if I hadn't followed the prompting. So do me a favor. If you're going to listen and I encourage you to do so, follow the promptings and uh, stay with us here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. Kat Canavis is my guest here on the program. And uh, we are talking about Mayhem to Miracles, which is a, a book number three in the series. Uh, I, th- there's a part of me that wants to say volume three, but the series is not there's no name to it. It's it's just a collection, three books, one right after the other. You don't have to read them in any particular order um, to get an insight, not just into the authors and what they've been through, but also maybe they will touch, not only touch your heart, but also inspire you because maybe you're going through 
something similar. Tell me about the categories. You have 30 stories, 30 authors, mm-hmm. and you have um, – they're, they're broken up into specific categories rather than just thrown together. So someone can go to a particular category and start reading those stories and they'll all kind of link, link together. Yeah, we, we had fun with these categories. Ariel and I had a great – we had so much fun making these categories. The first one is love and relationships, crazy little thing called love. So those stories all deal with love on some, on some level, although all the stories in the book do deal with love. But yeah. these – the focus is mainly love. In part two is health and well-being, I'll stand by you. And so, you know – You've got stories like uh, Reverend Ariel Patricia's Wounds and um, Mary Ellen Lucas, A Christmas Gift Mantra. These are stories about health and, and well-being. And then in part three, Grief and Loss, Let the Circle Be Unbroken. Those are, you know, my story, Bonfire of the Vanities, where you lose everything. We had a big fire out in California, and we lost everything in our condo. Mm. Burned to the ground, ceiling fell in. All that we really, we didn't lose any lives. My husband wasn't lost. I wasn't there with the cats. We didn't lose our fur babies. What we lost were vanities, stuff. And as long as you only lose stuff, you're a winner. Uh, You've lost the stuff, but you're a winner. And then the fourth part uh, life journey and identity, the long and winding road. And of course, James Redfield is in that one because he certainly does have a long and winding road. And uh, the title, his title is We Are All Chosen. Um, so each of these parts, we, we kind of put people's stories into these parts. And then the final thoughts at the end of each of these parts is Ariel and I discussing from the spiritual point of view and the psychological point of view, the the concepts and the messages within these stories. And and there are a lot of reverends and doctors in this book. We've got Dr. Bernie Siegel in here. We've got Dr. Ann Worth. I mean, there are a number of doctors in here who, who wanted to share their stories of health and healing. We've got COVID stories in here as well. Mm. And there are going to be a lot more. Uh, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Uh, I think my favorite part uh, though, Richard, mm -hmm. is part five. Part five was actually my favorite part of all the stories because it it encompasses all of the authors and it's called Words of Wisdom. If I knew then what I know now. And so what Ariel and I asked the authors to do is look back over your shoulder and tell us what you learned. And if you had known then what you know now, what would you have done differently? And most of them say, absolutely nothing, because this pain was part of the process. Wow. Now that is like right on. Uh, we, we, we often ta- I often talk and ask the question about having regrets in one's life. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard uh, that word used and then followed up by, what a waste of time. Because basically when you regret, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken of sort of the, the, the process, you are saying, if only I could go back and change things so that I wouldn't have this regret. But the downside to that is that if you did, when you got back to the present moment, you wouldn't be the same person. No. No. And let's face it. Every life needs a little rain because it makes things bloom. And I tell people all the time, it's the mayhem that is what causes miracles to grow. It's the dirt. It's the soil. It's the gunk in our lives that allows the seeds of miracles to grow. And so if we were in constant sunshine, constant sunlight, we'd burn up. And it's that rain that comes into our life that actually washes us. It's washing, healing rain um, that, that not only that, that nourishes the miracles, they grow in the chaos. Mm -hmm. The chaos is the fertile soil in which our miracles grow. And it's the rain that pours down that actually feeds the, the, the the miracles. Mm. And we need that, or we would just burn up. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you, this this compendium of, of books, I think, is is extremely important for anybody, for everybody to pick up a copy. Uh, I would start with Mayhem to Miracles because it's the latest work. I think that you'll be touched by it. You'll be inspired by it, etc. And um, get a copy of, of this of this book uh, and and read it. Read it to your friends, your family, whoever it is that you you want to do that for. Um, but get get a copy of it. I think that uh, you will do yourself a great favor and people around you. I have to tell you that I thoroughly enjoy I thoroughly enjoy uh, reading and even recording. Uh, the books that I have over the years, specifically for my first wife, who, again, was totally blind. And um, I would record them on cassette. <laughs> that takes you back, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the 80s. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it just it, honestly, it's just one of those things that. Uh, um, they have a great voice for doing that. Too, Richard. I mean, my goodness, your voice is perfect for audiobooks. But the, you know what? If you're watching this show right now and you're thinking, what in the world? You know, Christmas is coming up. What better gift than the gift of a book uh, for somebody in their stocking mm-hmm. or under their tree that's going yeah. to give them joy and hope? Yeah. Hope. It's the elixir yeah. of life. This is Tell Me Your Story. Cat Cannabis is my guest, and we are talking about Mayhem to Miracles. This is Tell Me Your Story as well here on uh, this fine station, on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, Tell Me Your Story. We hope that you will uh, watch and listen to and subscribe to, as well as support the work that we are doing. And we thank those who have and those who will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are eternally grateful for that kind of support. Uh, We're also eternally grateful for the support of uh, the various authors, as well as other participants on this program over the last for, uh, 14-plus years, 14-plus, and I will tell you that as of this broadcast, uh, Kat, uh, I've been posting up on SoundCloud since uh, January 1 of 2018, uh, so we're getting close to the end of um, uh, quick math, Richard, quick math, the three years, <laughs> mm-hmm. like that was hard, and we are, uh, this just blows me away. Only because the number keeps going up and up and up. 50,000. 50,000 listens. Wow. And that's in a three-year period. And in just since July or June, when we expanded to iHeart and Amazon Music and some of the other ten, uh, eight, eight other sites on the Internet, uh, the, the number of listens since then equals one year. One year. Of, of listens before uh, I put that into place. So thank you to those who are listening and reposting uh, our interviews. Uh, Kat, uh, I, I can't thank you enough for being a part of and ha- having me a part of uh, this uh, uh, incredible series of stories in Mayhem to Miracles, as well as Chaos to Clarity, Crappy to Happy. I look forward to uh, because I know there's going to be a fourth, okay, and maybe and a fifth, and who knows this? This may just be an ongoing series. Uh, but again, get that thesaurus out, Cat. Uh, you and uh, Ariel will really have to, you know, find just the right words to to go from, you know, contrast and comparison here. <laughs> but yes. that's kind of what makes it fun. It is, and thank you, Richard, so much for all your help with promoting all not just not just the Mayhem to Miracle books and, and the Sacred Story books, but all of my books. You've been with me since the beginning, and so you're very special to me. Well, thank you, and you are very special to me, as is your husband, who uh, has has uh, his own, if I'm not mistaken, his own uh, podcast as well. Yes, yes, he's on uh, Dream Vision Seven Radio Network with me. I've got Dreaming Healing Show. And he's got quantum spirituality. He's like out there. Oh. <laughs> His shows are amazing. They're like a, he's like the professor. He loves it. 
it. He's got all the backgrounds and everything. So, yeah, his book is going to be published by Inner Traditions uh, and distributed by Simon & Schuster within the next year. Oh, fantastic. Well, in addition to having him on Tell Me Your Story, I would love to to have a conversation with him on his uh, his directions and what have you on his podcast as well. That would be a great deal of fun. I'm we'll always make that happen. Always we'll make intrigued. that happen, Richard. Yeah. Well, Kat, um, first of all, once again, thank you for giving us so much time here on the program. And as always, I do have three final questions that I like to ask all of my guests. Okay. Uh, you may you have a. Dr- Okay, uh, I'm ready. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well uh, <clears throat> I, I can't rip the Band-Aid off uh-huh. just yet because I have to tell our listeners okay. that uh, this program, Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. One of those could also be Mayhem to Miracles, published by Sacred Stories Publishing Company, sacredstoriespublishing.com, and available, of course, on Amazon and many of the other greater uh, outlets on the Internet, and maybe even in your own bookstore. That would be terrific. You could even go there. Uh, we have a couple of bookstores here in Santa Barbara, uh, Paradise Found, which is a metaphysical bookstore. I'm sure they could order it if they don't have it. But we also encourage you to listen uh, Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., streaming live at those times at richarddugan.com. But don't forget about the 9 a.m. Wednesday edition. It's a special edition of Tell Me Your Story. And then, of course, the podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeart, Amazon Music, and uh, many others, and YouTube, where you can watch these programs. Support what you with what you can uh, here on Tell Me Your Story. We would greatly appreciate anything through PayPal. It's there for your security as well as ours. And then participate in the Decade of Perfect Vision, uh, where uh, you go within, you listen to that still, small voice, or maybe just... Just be quiet. And maybe more importantly, just be. Just be. And with all of that said, question number one, who is Cat Cannabis? Cat Cannabis is the queen of dreams. I believe our dreams are an innate gift and they guide us through our waking world. Do I have to genuflect now? what what is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now enlighten people give them hope and make them uh realize that no matter how dark your hour is the dawn is always coming just hang in there like that cat that poster hang in there there you go and finally what is your life's purpose my life's purpose is to share with people that we come onto this earth plane with our own purpose um and that we have guardian angels and spirit guides to help us fulfill that purpose and until we do fulfill that purpose we will not die Mm Cat Cannabis, uh, thank you so much again. It's been a great pleasure to reconnect with you. Uh, and actually, in this particular month, for the second time, only because we connected on your program. And uh, we look forward to doing that again very soon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, you must come back. But we're going to do this again. It's Ab- fun. Absolutely. Fun. It was fun. And I thank you. For listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast podcast videocast, love to love.